Greetings. Before you listen to this killer interview, the doctor and I here at Phantasm Podcast would like to thank Ben Scrivens of Fright Rags for his hospitality. So sit back and enjoy. Because if you don't enjoy what you're about to hear, you're already dead. <laughs> and you are listening to the Phantasm Podcast. This is Reggie Bannister from Phantasm, and you're listening to the Phantasm Podcast with an F with Corey and Vincent. <laughs> Hottest love. Hey, this is Chris Barnes from Six Feet Under. You're listening to Corey Gorechrist and Dr. Vincent West on the Phantasm Podcast. Phantasm. Hi, this is Kay Potter. You're listening to the Phantasm Podcast. Keep listening, or I'll kill you. Hey Ben, it's Corey and Vincent from Phantasm Podcast. How you doing? Hey guys, how you doing? Good. I'm doing good. But it's really an honor to have you on. Oh, thanks man. I appreciate it. And uh, we kind of know a little bit of the, the backstory of Fright Rags. We know it started in 2003, so I guess uh, brush up the fans here uh, of how that all came about. Yeah, so uh, you're right. It started in 2003. Um, I started it, I, I put up the website over Labor Day weekend. Um, really, it was out of boredom. I was uh, as a graphic designer at a, at a job that I, I, it was actually a really small company. We made laptop bags. It was actually a great company. I was like the third person hired, and wow. so it was really small. And I got to do like as the only designer. I got to do all the web and print and photos and all that stuff, which is great. Awesome. And a lot of freedom, but I also got bored at it because I mean. After you, about a year, it was like, it's just laptop X, and they're cool. But it's, <laughs> but it's not, you know, it's not uh, Victor Crowley holding up someone's head with an axe. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and, so. you know, it, so during that time, you know, I, I spent a lot of my free time uh, kind of poking around online, and, and I would always be a part of the message boards and stuff. And sure. I started looking up for people that made, like, cool props, like Michael Myers masks and Jason Hockey masks and Freddy Gloves and stuff. And I just mm-hmm. found this great community of people that made some great stuff and one of the forum it was on a few of them one of the forums i was on was called night owl productions and it was run by a guy named justin mavery out of mississippi right and uh he made the best michael myers masks and he actually had some screen use props that he would cast off of, of uh for jason and all that stuff and i was I, don't, I just gravitated toward that community and i just thought man i really want to do something you know i just got my creative juices flowing and i wasn't about to make masks or anything but um although that would have been fun i was living in an apartment at the time i don't think my my (laughs) wife and girlfriend at the time would have have appreciated that but uh but i thought you know i actually grew up kind of wearing some interesting types of t-shirts but they never had any horror shirts and then 
I came up with an idea. Uh, what would Jason do? WWE Hockey Mask D. Yeah. And uh, scoured the internet, couldn't find anybody who had done that. At least not on any place I searched. So I thought, well, this is kind of cool. And I came up with a couple idea, other ideas. There was a Michael Myers one and just the hockey mask one. And I showed Justin. He's like, dude, you should post these on my forum. He's like, let me post them for you. Maybe people will be interested in buying them as a shirt. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Thanks, man. And yeah. He posted them, and people were just like, oh, I buy that. I buy that. So. I don't there know what possessed me, but I was just like, <laughs> what the hell, man? I'm gonna, I spent 600 bucks, which I didn't have. It was on my credit card. <laughs> we were getting ready for a wedding, so my, my again, my fiance is like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, I have no idea, but people want these as shirts. Maybe I'll sell them. So I created a website. I had uh, some knowledge on how to do that with my design background and stuff, sure. so I was able to code a website and get PayPal working and came up with a name and a basic logo and pretty much that's how it started uh put it up on tuesday i think it was right after labor day my first customer is joe scaringe in uh california and Thank we were you thinking, joe for wow, that. Awesome. yes <laughs> and, and anyway it was just a thrill to get you know somebody just sent me money for something that i made or at least had a hand in making right. and that was like that was just so wild and this was before facebook and before Friendster and MySpace and all that. It yeah, was just, yeah, yeah, that's right. there was no real social media. It was just message boards and stuff. It just sure. felt really, really cool. So I just I just kept at it. It's awesome. And then, uh, I mean, it's crazy how you just kind of did it out of nothing or just out of sheer ambition and just you wanted to put something out there. And, you know, as crazy as it's gotten now, you know, uh, most people, you know, horror fans know what Fright Rags, you know, is. And, uh, you know, I go to conventions a lot, and I see people wearing those fright rag shirts all over the place. And I'm a human billboard for you, so yeah, uh, that's awesome. Vincent, I mean, every day I'm like, oh, which fright rag shirt is he wearing today? Yes, <laughs> that's awesome. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. it's it's a trip. Like the first show I ever did uh, was in 2005. Okay, and it was Monster Mania Cherry Hill. And, oh, that's uh, crazy. Yeah, the Jersey I, one. Yeah, the jersey one, and that's back when we were. I was putting the uh, the logo on the back of the shirts, like uh, right in the very back. You could see a little logo on it. So, right. I uh, I remember leaving the the table before the show started after I set up and I had to go eat dinner or whatever. And I was coming down, and there was a bunch of people lined up to get into the show. And as I was walking up, they were all not facing me. Obviously, they're waiting in line, and I just saw all these Fright Rags logos, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Like that's it. Kind of hit me. I mean, that was 2005, and that, I mean, I was still doing it on, on my own out of my out of my house at the time yeah. and uh, it was just a really weird thing because it's really the first time I'd seen them kind of out in the wild right so it was that was a trip it's awesome and when did it become like a full-fledged huge thing was that 2008 yeah so uh, you know it, it grew steadily I mean the thing is the first few years I mean if I got like I would release stuff and I'd have again a newsletter or you know I'd have my friends form or whatever to post it on but other than that like it really was hard to get noticed sure. so I would get maybe you know I don't know an order or two a week there'd be a couple weeks where I wouldn't get an order and I'd be like eh, maybe I should just give it up or move into a house I should just maybe stop this and then finally around 2005 I realized you know what I wanted to get another job anyway and but I really liked Freight Rags and I really just asked myself the question, like, if I woke up tomorrow making the same amount of money with Fright Rags as I could with my job, what would I pick? Right. And, and the answer was abundantly clear, so I trashed my portfolio, I didn't update my resume, I just said, screw it, I'm just going to keep working at this. So Awesome. It, it 
you know, it wasn't didn't happen overnight after that, but it, it just it repositioned my focus to where I could just focus on Fright Rags solely, and that's what I did. So it got to a point in 2008... Um, it was late 2007. It was it was uh, August 2007. I okay. my, my my friend had asked me, "Hey, you know, aren't you going to quit your job or something?" I'm like, "I don't know if I can, man. Like, I, all my money went right back into the business, right back into the business. I didn't really know if I could quit my job." So, and I just had a child, and you know, it's just it's just one of those things where I, I don't know. I don't. No one tells you like, "Oh, now you can quit your job." <laughs> right. It's not so. Uh, there, at the time, savings accounts, online savings accounts were like five percent interest, which was ridiculous. It's yeah. so you know nowadays it's nothing like that. But and I thought, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I have I already had a business account, so I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm going to get one of these online savings accounts at a bank that I have no affiliation with at whatsoever. <laughs> and I uh, I'm just going to have what I make at my job now. I'm going to have it pulled out of my Freight Racks account and put in that account automatically every Friday. And I'm just going to let it roll, see what happens. And I did, and I didn't think about it. Even the card they gave me to withdraw money from that account, I had cut up because I didn't really want to know how much was in that account. <laughs> wow! And I just, I just did it, and I, I just, I, I, I don't want to say I forgot about it, but I, I just literally let it ride, and I uh, kept doing what I did. I worked full time. I worked on freight rags. I didn't stop. And then come January, um, I had seen an opening for a design firm that needed a junior designer, and I, uh, to be fair, I was overqualified at the time. Right. And I applied, and, the, and this is a the firm that I really liked, and she's like, well, you're kind of overqualified for the job. I'm like, yeah, but I need to quit my job and do my own thing, and if you're only asking for 20 hours a week, I could totally swing that, because right. I wasn't really sure if I could just bail on my job and do this full-time. So, so it was around February I started this other job. I quit, so I quit my full-time job in, in well, it ended up being March of that year. Right. Uh, 2008. So that, and I had, you know, about almost, well, I had about six months of income built up at that point, so it was a nice cushion, and I had not, you know, honestly, it gave me the confidence to leave my job because it, I hadn't, like, it never really affected me to pull that money aside. Right. So I had the confidence enough to quit my full-time job. I went to work part-time, so that gave me some money, but to be honest, after, I think, three months there, I quit because <laughs> I couldn't, I, I I would literally get to my job and check my, my Fright Rex email. Like, that's, oh, yeah. I'm like, this is crazy. I got it. And she was totally understanding. She was really nice about it. She knew. She yeah. just knew. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you got to go do your thing. So really, since that summer of 2008, I've been doing this full time. It's amazing, man. It is. That's great. <clears throat> Thanks. I want to ask you yeah. about a specific shirt that you did. It it literally, because <clears throat> there's so much stuff that you make that I enjoy that I buy, and, and I just love it. I, I wear it daily, but human billboard for you. Um, but the Street Hawk shirt, man, that... <laughs> That's that. That was my favorite show growing up as a kid. Like, Dude, I, like you know what? I'm so happy to hear you say. It. I don't mean to interrupt, but I just want to say I'm happy to hear you say that because, like, nobody knows what Street Hawk is. Like, nobody. So I thank you for saying that. Oh, I I know very well about Jesse Mock. I'm a big fan. <laughs> he woke me up That's in awesome. the middle of the night when that prank came out. He's like, "Did you see that fucking Street Hawk shirt?" And I was I like, did. "I was like, it's like, man, I wish I knew what that was." I'm just like a younger guy, but like. <laughs> I would, you know, it looks awesome, and he's like, "Dude, you know, I'm already getting that." I was like, "Yeah, I know you did." Anytime oh, I hear awesome. of a fight rag shirt, he's like, "Yeah, I already ordered it." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> that's great." It's, it's that is awesome. But yeah, that's that's uh, that blew my mind. It's like, well, thank you. There's I always creative and cool stuff, the horror stuff. But I thought that 
And the Running Man shirt. Yeah, that's uh, cool too. Yeah. That's my favorite yeah. Schwarzenegger film. I love that movie. Oh, it's so good. It is. It's so. It's just awesome. And and but yeah, the the, the Street Hawk that blew my mind. And I'll tell you something cool. You probably know this. I didn't know this, but I'll share this with you in case you don't. Uh, Rex actually bought that shirt. What? He did. How do you know that? I'm in a forum that he pops on frequently with, and yes, he has it. Uh, you know what? I, I, I'm actually looking this up right now. I have no <laughs> idea. I have no idea which guy on the forum bought it for him. Oh, someone bought it for him. Yeah, okay. they sure did. And he's got it. He's got the shirt, which is the coolest thing in the world. Because I was, I was like, because I went, I went on there, you know, spreading the word. I was like, "There's a Street Hawk shirt." Yeah. And they're just like, "Yeah, it's totally cool." And then some guy pops up. It's like, "Yeah, I've already got it for him." Because it. So he, did he say anything about it? Yeah, he loves it. I mean, I haven't. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he has the shirt. That's no joke. Wow, that's like that's that's yeah. seriously cool. I did not know that on the Street Hawk forum. Because, like I said, I. I don't know why. I just love that show. I love the Tangerine Dream music. I loved it as a oh, kid. It's very. It's the best. I mean, you know, it's funny because I mean, as a kid, like I loved that show, and I had the, I had the, um, the Street Hawk uh, toy motorcycle that he revved up and pushed him down, and he went. And I loved that thing, and I ended up busting it because I was trying to get all the carpet that was stuck in it. Right. There. <laughs> and, and it took me years to get another one. I actually have two now. One's broken, and one that I let my son and I play with, but. Uh, I love that thing because I could do wheelies. Like you could pop off of, like jumps, and it would land on its wheels and keep going. Yeah, it's like the coolest awesome. thing. But yeah, like just, you know, it's funny. It was only on for one season, and like it's what thirteen episodes, I think it was. Yeah. Is that how many? And it's like I still remember that as a kid. Like it's Night Rider on two wheels. Like that is great. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know what? I I remember. I think my favorite thing about the my favorite episode was that second self with George Clooney's his friend that comes and yes. he ends up being the guy that's hard to kill him. It was yes. it's like the best episode in the world. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think you know that was one of the first things he had ever done. Oh, I think it was. If not the first, it was definitely among yeah. like early, early Clooney stuff. But it's yeah that I've got the Shout Factory DVD set of it, and I've got yep, bootlegs of it that were shot off of some Canadian television that I bought at a um, comic like Comic Con thing that I went to years ago, and. Yeah, I'm a, a lo- absolutely love it. I remember just. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that's. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was. I was like, my God, I'm not the only one. Like it was like the nicest thing in the world to see that shirt. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> but yeah, he's. Funny, I made that. I'm, I'm not pulling your leg thing. about it. He's actually got that shirt though. So. That that you know what? That's pretty awesome. That's yeah. really. Street cool. Hawk has the Street Hawk shirt that you made. Oh, so. Nice. Yep. <laughs> I'd say if I had a, I guess one of my favorites that you put out was the Tar Man shirt because you actually had William Stout like do the art for that. Yeah. Which, you know, Return to Living Dead is one of my favorite films so that was really cool that you brought him on to do art that was just insane. Thanks. Yeah, he uh, he actually when we the, the first one we did was with the uh, let, me, let me think oh no, it was that long time ago when we did it with the poster and the shirt. Yeah. And I had, you know, I had t- talked about rights or whatever and he's like, well, why don't I do the artwork for you? I'm like, uh... <laughs> okay, like, sure thing. And then he did another one for us later on when we did the mask. Yeah, the mask was really um, cool, which is really cool. So yeah, it was great. He's a really cool dude. Like we got to hang out a little bit at Mondo Con a few years ago. Yeah, and uh, he's just a really 
cool guy. So, um, yeah, we were very fortunate, especially, like, he had done the Rock and Roll High School poster, and that's one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. And, like, and obviously, he's well-known for tons of things, but right. it just, for, for me personally, like, Ramones, Rock and Roll High School, William Stout, it's like all these worlds colliding. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely one of my favorites. That and the, uh, the first wave of the uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. That you, oh you know, yeah! Came in the, a little uh, packaging, and it you know had the Linnea Quigley on the you know the deer antlers like as a yep. statue. That I thought that was really nice. And then, of course, you guys got another um, shirt coming out for the the Blu-ray release, which is awesome. Yeah, we're doing the Blu-ray release this year for you know the one that, that Shout Factory and Screen Factory is doing. We're doing that cover as a shirt, and then uh, we've got lots more Silent Night Deadly Nights coming up in the next couple oh, of years. Oh, that's awesome! So every season, we'll be, be doing something. But this year, we're just doing the Blu-ray cover. It'll be on a shirt, uh, possibly a hoodie, and maybe even a baseball tee, but we haven't decided yet. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah, it's funny. Brian Wilson, you know, the guy that plays Billy, he's yeah. going to be at Horror Hound in November, and he's going to be in the Santa costume and photo. Oh, yeah. He was there at... Um, <laughs> He was at Monster Mania. And I didn't go to this one. I mean, we were there as a, as a company. Fright sure. was there, but I personally wasn't there. And that was the one, probably the one thing that I missed the most about not being there was him in the Santa costume taking photo ops. I would have done <laughs> that. Terrible. I don't usually do photo ops, but holy crap, is that yeah. a cool one or what? Yeah, you yeah. Know? That's one you drive out for. You know? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, as far as conventions, uh, how many have you done? Like, you personally gone out and... Uh, oh, personally, I've probably done... Let me let me think here real quick. Oh, I mean, probably about 50, 60, 70 of them. I don't wow. know. But, okay. I mean, it, you know, we, we usually... Traditionally, right now, we do Monster Mania twice a year, and that's a cherry hill. Right. We've been doing that since 2005, and then there's been a few years where we've done other shows in conjunction with it. It's hard to get out there now. We've got more of a staff where we can probably do more shows, but right. um, it's you know it's one of those things where a lot of shows are, are very close together in time frame, and they're also very far away. So yeah. uh, for us to drive, and it takes you know if you're going to take a day to drive, and then it's three days of show, and then another day to drive, and you're out you know five you guys, days right there. Yeah, in New York, going to Jersey, that's an easy you know thing. Well, it's still six hours for us, though. Sure. Because so, we're upstate New York, so that's still a jaunt. And but yeah, you're right. It's not you know it's, it's not crazy, but it's like right. Indianapolis. We can do Cincinnati. We've done that show before, Horror Hound. I love Horror Hound. I want to do that more. Right. Um, but their indie shows are a little bit far for us. It's weird. It's a weird distance to drive. It's too long to drive, and it's also kind of short to fly. Like it's this weird thing. And when you yeah. when you start flying stuff, then you got to shift stuff, and it becomes a whole other ordeal. So right, right. it's. We want to do more. Uh, also, I don't, to be honest, as much as I love shows, I also don't like being away all the time. Yeah. Um, it, and I do enough traveling as it is where it just, it, it gets crazy. Like, you know, sometimes you just want to be like, all right, you know, we got to just settle down. Or, you know, we can split it up, obviously, but. Sure. It's just hard when people are gone out of the office, so. Yeah. <clears throat> now, I know I've, I've only seen pictures, you know, because I'm, I'm originally from, uh, Long Island, New York, and I lived upstate mm. near uh, Cooperstown and stuff. So, oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I had already moved down south before you started up with the uh, Fright Rag, so I haven't gotten a chance to go out there. But I've seen pictures of it in the store. You guys have a store out there, right? Uh, we have we have an office. We don't have actually a oh, storefront. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you, if you've seen pictures, you've probably seen our office. It looks amazing. You got the VHS. Yeah. Set up, and you got a lot of the artwork from the shirts on the, you know, the posters, and that's it's awesome, man. 
Yeah, it's actually, I don't know if you knew this, but it used to be the old city morgue. Yeah, I've, I've, that's awesome. I think I read about that. You can still see the drains where the, the, yeah, know, the right. blood and that's shit right. goes. It's, that's yeah, nuts. so our, our warehouse is where the they kept the bodies in the autopsy room and all that. And then where we are, our offices are upstairs, the coroner is still up there. Um, it's a nice so touch. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah, it is. And it's, you know, it totally was serendipitous. It wasn't something I was actually looking, seeking out. Um, but when I found out, I was like, oh, I gotta have this place. I mean, it was already a gorgeous place to begin with. I already wanted it, but. As soon as he said, the landlord said that, I was like, oh, when can I move in? That's awesome. I wanted to ask you, do you do you come up with every shirt initially, and then you just kind of run with it from there, or how does that process work? Uh, it's it, No, it, it definitely varies. So, I mean, obviously, we're always putting out lots of stuff, and we work with a lot of different artists. So, it really depends. There are, you know, we work with some of our artists... You know what we have to do is give them like the like. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good one. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of one. Okay, so for instance, uh, I'm looking at this one right now. The Halloween version one that we released. It was last year, but we reprinted it for yesterday's or uh, right. yeah, yesterday's release. Right. And it's Michael Myers with the butcher knife and Jamie Lee is in front, you know, on the staircase and everything. And that was, you know, Justin Osborne's one of our artists that we use a lot, and he's already done a Halloween shirt for us, and we wanted to do another one. And I was like, dude, I'm not exactly sure what to do, um, but, like, I, I really, we gotta do another shirt, what do you think? He's like, let me come up with something. So, there are lots of times, especially with someone like him, where I just go, dude, do a design for this movie, and you can't use this likeness, or you can use this likeness, and go for it. And then, He'll send me back an idea, and I'll either have changes, or if I love it, I just have to send it to the licensor and make sure they're good with it, and then I let them run with it. But there are also times with other artists um, where we have a lot of changes, or we send them exact designs. Like, uh, actually, in the case of Justin Osborne, the Jaws shirt, uh, the Chum Bucket shirt, which is a shirt where you're looking out of uh, yeah. the, the shark's mouth. So, you know, we have the Jaws license, obviously, but you can't use Roy Scheider or Richard Dreyfuss um, right. or uh, Quinn, you know. So we, um, Robert Shaw, so we sat around and we were sitting here at the office going, um, the hell are we going to do? We have a shark. Great. Like, okay, what are we going to do? We kind of started brainstorming and I was just like, oh, you know, remember that scene where he, the shark comes up and he's throwing chum in there. He's actually not looking at the shark. That's the whole idea. That's the whole point of the scene. He's not looking right. at the shark. Like, what if we were looking out of the shark's mouth? And then that way it works with the black of the shirt because you could be inside the mouth and it looks like all cavernous, so it would fade to the shirt color. And then out of the middle, you'd see his, you'd see him, but he wouldn't see his face because he's turned right. away. Perfect. So it was just kind of this moment, and then I actually sketched it out really roughly for Justin, and I. I took a picture of my phone and emailed it to him I said that's what I want to do and then he just took that and ran with it so it, you know it was all him after that but um, so it's really a collaborative process um, I like it, unless I really have something specific or, I, or we're like kind of like need to come up with some good things I'll sit and watch the movie and start coming up with ideas unless we have that I like the artist to kind of run with it because we use people for a reason and their style for a reason and I like when they're jazzed about something and you want to be creative usually that turns out the best work because they're they're using their talent you know like yes i like being a creative director and kind of if there's something i really want to see i will hire for that but i mean 
it's like hiring a plumber and then sitting there going, no, no, tighten that. No, don't tighten that. You know what I mean? Like, right. I like to let them run with it, at least in the beginning, and then we can kind of pull back from there if we have to. Otherwise, you know, sometimes I'm just like, well, yeah, that's amazing, and let's just do that, you know? Right. Has there ever been a license that you tried to get and they just will not cooperate with you? Well, I can tell you, uh, and, well, I'll, I'll, uh, there's a caveat to this, but um, for, for honestly, getting Friday the 13th and Nightmare Down the Street, so, you know, for us, we've done those shirts before. We've done limited versions of those shirts, but those right. were all not licensed, and pretty much unless you see it in the big box store, none of the ones out there are licensed because right. they're not Warner Brothers is not giving the license out to just anybody. Right. Sure. And we stopped doing that. We stopped doing stuff like that a while ago, and that's why you probably haven't seen it. Unless it's a parody, like the Shelly shirt we did the other day. Oh, that was beautiful. Um, which, is a, which, which is a parody. <laughs> Unless Love it's something it. like that, we, we were not going to do it on license. We, we made a decision not to just to do what everybody else is doing. So, right. And and it's not for not with, without trying. I mean, we've, we've uh, you know, I, I was in L.A. last month visiting warner brothers and you know they're great people they're really nice and they're just like it's not not the time right now for them because they already have other licensees which are these bigger kind of wholesale companies that you see in in hot topic or you know other uh or like old navy or you know whatever which they're not doing anything really creative with it but i'm sure they're making them plenty of money and quite frankly it's not a really big priority for warner brothers they have few other movies that are a little bit bigger than Friday 13th. Right. Uh, but for us, I mean, you know, for any horror fan, I mean, that's really, to me, is one of the more, the last sort of bastion of, of you know, of where we want to go because, you know, it's great. We've been able to work, you know, and Warner Brothers has more than just Friday 13th and, and, and right. Nightmare on Elm Street. They have It, they have Shining, they have, you know, tons of properties that we would love to sink our teeth into in an official way. And we're just, they're just not willing at the moment. And that doesn't mean that won't change. It's just right now they're not. Right. So, and again, that's up to them. So that's really, that's one of the ones that sort of I think about a lot. I'm like, man, if we could just, because people ask for it all the time. I mean, that's all people want. And right. again, we've done stuff in the past. So people are going, why aren't you going to do it again? Well, it's because that was different three, four, five years ago, you yeah. know? I love that new blood shirt you did. I, I wear that thing weekly. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that was what, a few years ago. I remember that one, the uh, the side of Jason's head, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, I like that one, too. And you did so, a part yeah, two I would one, say, Yeah, yeah, we, we've done a few different ones. We've also done ones that were a little more generically kind of Jason and sure. not so on point. I mean, we've kind of... But again, it, it's not... That's not where we want to go, you right. know. In terms of if we're going to do it again, then we're going to do it, and we're going to do it the right way. And, and that's. I mean, the Shelley thing was perfect. That was just that was hilarious. Yeah, I bought that one. Um, it's a beautiful yeah, design I mean, too. Uh, which one? The, the Shelley one. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, thanks. That's yeah, funny. that one. That one just was funny because we wanted to do something for Friday Thirteenth, and and um, I'm friends with Larry, and I just asked him about awesome. it. And he's like, that would be hilarious, you know. And, <laughs> He's like, does anybody want to buy a Shelly shirt? I'm like, dude, you don't even know. <laughs> like, it's the best part of, you know, the third one. Uh, it's my favorite sequel. It's honestly yeah. my favorite Friday the 13th movie. And as much as I love all the other ones, I mean, I do. But that one I've watched so much as a kid. As a kid, I actually bought the uh, 
when my friend and I were young, we, we would go up to our mom and pop store like a mile away, and we would rent obviously you know, VHS like every day in the summer and everything. And right. I probably rented Friday Thirteenth Part Three more than any other movie in that that place. Oh yeah. And when they were closing years later, I went. I walked in there and I said, I want to buy that tape, the actual tape that I rented as a kid. And she's like, Well, I don't know. When's the last time it was rented out? Check. It was like two years before that, and it was my friend that had rented out. I'm like, Yeah, this thing isn't making you any money anymore. <laughs> I'm like, How much do you want for it? She's like, Seven bucks. I'm like, Sold. So oh, I yeah. still have that. It's like one of my favorite things that wow. I own. It's like, it's on my v- VHS wall. It's just cool because it was the tape. You know, it's not yeah. even like a tape I bought. It's like, No, it's the tape the, you first saw and you rented, and you know. Exactly. So this is kind of a neat thing. And speaking of that, I think it's cool. You guys put out, um, you know, it's all the way up until Halloween. You have that Fright Rags. It's like a Blockbuster membership card oh, uh, yeah. thing that you guys got going on right now. I think that's pretty neat. Because I still have yeah. my Blockbuster card. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. it would have been cool if we laminated them. That would have been the one thing that it would have been fun yeah. to do. I'll take so, it and yeah, get it laminated. That's <laughs> well, true. You, you can go. still get it laminated. Yeah. yeah, we did something like that last year called Fright Rex Video, and we, it was just a right. fun thing to do during October. And yeah. We thought, oh, we should do that again. I'm like, oh, my God, make it look like a blockbuster card. That'd be hilarious. You yeah, know? That's awesome. And everyone remembers that stuff, you know? Hell, yeah. And then uh, have you gotten a chance to play the Friday 13th video game? No, I I don't have a system to play it on. Um, and if I did, honestly, I'm I, as much as I want to play it, I'm a little scared that I would I would end up like not stopping. <laughs> to be honest with you, it's it's consumed me. Yeah, I'm at like level. I, I'm at level almost sixty now, so it's <laughs> like. Oh, yeah, I'd love to try it at someone else's house, so it wouldn't be something that was in my house. You right. Know? Yeah. But I I seriously like I don't have time to do anything else. If I started playing video games i think that would just that would <laughs> so be like hey where did ben go why why are there any shirts yeah, coming out like, well it would, it we bought a playstation exactly <laughs> like i and honestly i just i don't know i've got so many other things that i would love to i mean oh, i course. just finished a movie theater room in my house and i haven't been able to watch anything in here yet so. i think i saw that on instagram like, that you had the the theater ready and so it was pretty cool thanks yeah i just got it, it it finished last week and i'm putting up some of these uh i made well, I had made these custom acoustic panels with some of our t-shirt designs, so I was just putting those up yeah, there. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun, and I can obviously enjoy it with the family and stuff, so sure. it'll be something we will enjoy. But I, it got done, and I was, I've was been out of town. We had this event last weekend. I haven't been home long enough. I mean, I put on a movie for like five minutes, and I have to turn it off. Right. So, and I can't wait to just sit in here and watch a movie one night and not have anything else to do. But, you know, it's, it's a good problem to have, so I'm not complaining. Right. And now around Halloween time... You know, what are some of your essentials that you have to watch? I mean, there's the obvious ones like, you know, the Halloween and, and all that. But what are some of your personal favorites that you would recommend somebody that's like, hey, would, you know, you could recommend I guess, somebody? I guess the one movie that I have to watch every year that might not be on everyone's list. I mean, there's, you know, like you said, there's Halloween. There's Halloween 4 for me. and Halloween, Well, actually, 1, 2, 3, and 4 at least for oh, sure. Yeah. And then um, uh, Trick or Treat, of course. I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, but the one that I would say that is absolutely a yearly watch that I will not go a year without watching that might not be on everyone's list is Silver Bullet. It's awesome. Everybody, you know. Yeah. I met uh, Gary Busey a couple months ago, actually. It was pretty cool. Nice. He's very, yeah, that's awesome. He's very friendly. I'll say that. He's a he's Yeah, a he, he's, an, it's just, he's a character. Yeah. He is a character. <laughs> you try to yeah, feed, it's funny. I got... Oh, go ahead. So you try to feed my dog like a... What was it? An old cookie or something? Oh, it was a milk bone, but it was like... I don't know. Dog wasn't 
Shouldn't have eaten it. It, so, it, <laughs> it sounds like you see. Oh, it was a cupcake wrapper. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. He, uh, <laughs> at a convention, he, he went to a, the, he was going to be at the VIP, the, the, yeah, the VIP party, I think it was, yeah. and, uh, he had to make an appearance. He came down in his underwear, and he just <laughs> grabbed a bunch of ice cream and left. Like, he did, I don't even think he talked to anybody. That's but amazing. I have, um, I have a poster, it's the, re- VHS release poster that they would hang in like video stores and I had him sign it and he wrote the werewolf are dead (laughs) and I'm like this is the craziest shit but it's the it's perfect it's absolutely perfect I have it hanging up in my house like this is the best because it's such a busy thing to to do right and uh, yeah so yeah, Silver Bullet, I, I love that movie. I mean, I know obviously the last part of it takes place in Halloween, but that's not even why I watch it. I think right. I saw it when I was 11, and, and I was home alone. My parents uh, would go, on Wednesday nights, they would go to choir practice at their churches, and my, my sister would go with them. Right. My brothers were out of the house at the time, so I would be home alone, and I was like 10, 11 years old. Right. And that was until like 10, 30 at night on a Wednesday. So that happened to just be the time when our local uh, Fox channel or affiliate whatever would show horror movies yeah. so I would watch horror movies and uh, on a school night alone in the house and one of them was Silver Bullet and I remember what, one of the things that affected me the most of this because they were showing up during the, the commercials they were showing a, a preview for Halloween 2 because that was going to be shown on Halloween night Awesome. and I, I just remember like I that movie just for whatever reason just stuck with me and every year I would watch it you know once or twice um, so yeah that's definitely a go-to and the other go-to would be um, well it's not really a movie but it's Garfield's Halloween Adventure I have to watch that at least several times <laughs> right that's that's classic cool. yeah well and obviously Charlie Brown but I mean Garfield yeah. man that, that Halloween <laughs> Adventure is just the best yeah we you know uh, the doctor here refers to him as wubby films you know ones you'd watch that warm you because you were a kid and all that stuff, like, you know, Hocus Pocus would be one of mine, and, uh, you know, I actually just watched the, that other, you know, there's the, the Gene Simmons Aussie trick-or-treat, and then there's the other trick-or-treat, the anthology yeah. one, and that's the, yep. I just watched that for the first time this year, Oh, actually. did you? Isn't that yeah. amazing? It is really cool, yeah, I really, it's, a lot of good, it's like an instant classic. There. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And then uh, now they have Tales from Halloween. That's a really good one, too, now. That was pretty good. Yep, yeah, I saw that, too. And you got to watch the Creep shows. You know, I like all the anthology ones where you get oh, yeah, different stories, you know, all in one, like a Tales from the Crypt style. But, uh, so your first horror film was Halloween. Yes. Yeah, I was four years old. It was 1981. Um, I was trick-or-treating, and uh, my parents picked me and my brothers and my sister up, and they're like, hey, we're going to go over to Garfinello's that were a family friends of ours. They right. had they owned a deli downtown, and they lived in the back of it. And we went in their house, their the back of the deli, went to their like living room area. I don't know, like my brothers and my sister just went off to hang out with their kids, and I was bored. I was I mean I was only four, <laughs> and uh, and I was counting my candy or whatever I was doing. I just tugged in my mom's uh, my mom's. Um, like, you know, her shirt or whatever, and I was like, hey, can we go home now? And she just, I just remember looking down at me going, like, just go watch TV, just go watch TV. And I was like, all right. So I walked over, and I turned on the TV, and literally it was the beginning of Halloween. Awesome. And what I didn't realize, obviously I was four at the time, I didn't realize uh, it was the first network premiere of the movie because they had shot TV scenes for it to be shown on TV, and then Halloween 2 was premiering in theaters that right. year. Um, but yeah, I just sat and watched the whole thing, and... Uh, Honestly, from that day on, I was just like, I, I want to see more of this. Like, this is really cool. Now, is that still your favorite? 
horror film? It is. It is by far my favorite horror film. It's actually my favorite film of all time. I, it, it's any genre like that film is sure. number one. Uh, it, I think you know. Obviously, it's because I saw it so young, and right. it just affected me so much. Did you? Uh, <clears throat> I meant to ask you this a second ago, but have you ever done like a Sammy Kerr trick or treat shirt before? We have. We actually did one years ago. Oh, I, mean, I, I didn't know about years that. Ago. <laughs> but we, but we might be doing another one. We've been wanting to do another one for a while. We actually have, we actually have a design in the can for it. We have to finish it. It's it's pretty much done though. We wanted to add text and other things. We wanted to make it like a tour shirt. Um, oh, that's awesome! Oh, that's cool. So I, it's possible that'll come out next year. We we always like the thing is like there's really, to my knowledge, there's really no like rights to that movie. I've looked for them. I've, you know, there's even if you look on the DVD, there's no copyright on the DVD. Like there's nothing to really point ownership to anything. So right. we may end up just releasing one someday and just you know another one um, and just doing it. But I'll probably want to turn over a few more stones first before before we did it. But. Sure. Uh, yeah, that movie's great. That's just a great film. I'll tell you something funny I've been doing. I've actually been trying to track down people from the film, like Mark Price or anybody we could nice. get on this podcast. So that's something I've been working on in my spare time. I, I'm cool. obsessed with that movie. I bought a German Blu-ray of it. Oh, I have that one. Yeah, uh, man. The Snap Case. Uh, yeah, NSM uh, uh, Records. Yeah, it's great. It's that's a great one. Yeah, I bought that too because uh, I was like, "Damn, I gotta have that." I just not tell them when they're gonna put it out. You know, I think no Vestron will or somebody will eventually put out an official release. There's a I had asked a guy at uh, at Arrow Home Video about the licensing on that movie, and apparently the way that I the way that I read it was that like what you were saying, it's almost like. There's rights for it, but who has the rights? Well, that's it. Someone owns it. I mean, for sure. It's just, there's really no real, like, I mean, these movies were so small, you know, and they were bought and distributed, and no one else owns the rights to these things. It's crazy. So, yeah. (laughs) And I think that's probably why it hasn't been an official release, really, of it, aside from that DVD, which I don't think was official. I I don't know about the German one. I'm just saying the... The, the one that we all have with, with Ozzy and then Gene right. Simmons on the cover, yeah. which they're in the movie for like three and a half seconds. Yeah. Right. You know. um, I honestly, I, I I would be surprised if that were actually an official release. Nothing on that tells me it is. So, um, yeah, I think that's one of those is going to be that and like a few other films that are just seem to be lost with time, you know. Sure. That's why I was glad, because um, obviously, you know, uh, Phantasm is my favorite <clears throat> And, uh, you know, it, I was so happy when they remastered it and put it back out, and, you know, it looks fantastic, and um, films like that, and Trick or Treat especially, need to stick around, because I don't know, you don't really know when people like films like that until you ask them, you know, and it's That's right. It, it's nice to have the shirts to be like, yeah, I like this stuff, and if you really look around, I mean, yeah, you'll see at horror conventions, you can find horror t-shirts, but... I think with Fright Rags and what you guys do, you have like a, a specific style that really makes it, you know, the presentation is perfect for what you want out of the movie itself, I guess, is the best way to put it. Um, so you guys kind of, I think, set a standard and raise the bar all in. The shirts are so comfortable, too. I mean, they're yeah, like, and they're very comfortable. I've got really bad eczema, so it's, they're like super soft, so it's, it's cool. 
Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, it's definitely something where, you know, we look at what we've done, which is great, but we're always trying to figure out how to best ourselves and do something that, if we can sit around and go, whoa, like, that would be amazing, or, like, I would totally wear that, like, then we know we're on to something. And that's really where we're, I mean, because we're fans ourselves, and we're all fans of different stuff, even at the office, so... We, we try to, you know, we try to scratch that itch as much as we can because that's really, you know, obviously we listen to what people want too, but right. it's just like, man, what, what, what would I want to see? Like, what what would be cool? And then you just kind of go from there. And I think, you know, we're only as good as the last shirt release, you know? Like, that's where, I mean, we released Halloween yesterday and that was great and people loved it. Oh, it looks um, fantastic, that collection. Thank you, I appreciate that. And But yeah, I'm, you know... My thing is, all right, we, you know, we're already planning, obviously, the next several releases, but it's it's always just constantly trying to figure out how to one-up ourselves, because that's, sure. you know, that's what we want to do. Yeah, and I love, you know, there's actually, I think there's a resurgence of old-school horror, you know, with the Blu-ray releases coming out, and people can see it in a whole new way, you know, they used to see it when you can rent it at the video store, and now you can watch it and your awesome TV or whatever it looks great and yeah it, it, it opens it up to new fans and people that haven't heard of this stuff before and it keeps it yeah. around for us and then um, you know I think Fright Rags and you know what you guys do kind of help that train keep going with horror and the, and the old school stuff and you know yeah with the stuff Screen Factory is doing and Arrow is doing and Vestron those Vestron release so things I, I think having the shirts and just absorbing all of it as fans really keeps it going you know and it's pretty it's pretty awesome. It's actually crazy to look on it and really put it into perspective how all this well, is molding. It, it, it is wild. I mean, it, when you when you can get Rawhead Rex on Blu-ray, you know, like, <laughs> like I mean, that movie crazy. was you know relegated to the bootleg bin for years. Yeah. You know, and, and like Slaughterhouse too. You know, Slaughterhouse oh. was like a, a video store gem, and then now it's in the in my house on Blu-ray and it looks great you know it's so great I mean it, it is really it is really a good time to be alive you yeah know? Like, <laughs> I mean all of these things can live on like you said and you know obviously you know I appreciate what you said about our shirts helping that too and of course you've got other things like NECA doing toys and, oh, yeah, and Mezco and, and Mondo doing posters like all of these companies doing these great things it's like there's so much cool stuff out there I oh, mean yeah. it's just crazy and you think, you know, it's, uh, you know, I think there's a shortage of newer horror coming out as far as, like, really good, because, you know, they're still kind of on the remake scene, and it's hard to come up with, you know, horror fans are kind of hard to please, you know, mm-hmm. um, they really are, and, I, you know, we're both, all three of us are, the, are fans, and we know that it's hard to please us with new horror movies, um, but there's a lot of... You know, it's nice to have the old stuff because I can watch that a million times and it doesn't get old. You know, I don't really need anything new, but I would I wouldn't mind to see something new and different. I mean, That's I why the Hatchet movies were good. You know, because yeah, you got Kane Hodder there, so you kind of have a, a connection to it. But it, it's a, definitely a throwback. But it doesn't necessarily, you know, feel like they intended it to be a throwback. It just is, and it feels good. You know, it's not like a. It doesn't look cheap or anything. It's definitely really nice. Nice and no, I agree. And honestly, like, uh, I think it also has to do a lot to do with the fact that we watched these movies when we were kids. Yeah, oh yeah. So, you, you know, that nostalgia factor, I mean, I don't know. It, it. I think it just has a lot to do with it. I don't know, like, kids nowadays, what they're going to watch new, that they're going to feel this way 
in 25 years right. that they're going to go into shows to meet who like <laughs> I think there are great movies coming out now I've, I've watched a lot of great from all the new horror I've seen I've seen a lot of great ones but yeah. it doesn't it doesn't affect me the way when I put in Halloween or Friday 13th or you know any of the you know Return of the Living Dead like oh, when I watch those movies I'm transported back in time and you can't do that yeah and it's just, that just it's saw, a feeling you know? that you can't replicate with new Absolutely. stuff new stuff you kind of have to be open like uh, the Doctor and I love uh, the Conjuring films those are really good and yeah, they, those are good they, I have to admit have, I like I like both yeah yeah they have a really good soundtrack which is important and you know it's got just a really good feel to it and it, it kind of feels old school in a way but it's got its own style and I sure admire that you know that's um, definitely something that kind of vibe of films you know the Saw movies you know it's you know it's hit or miss mm-hmm. um, the gore factor's nice if, you know but I liked having it mixed in there I, I just like the 80's cheese and the yeah. you know the, the you know reckless teenagers saying goofball shit and being really stupid and, and getting caught in a in some chaos, it's nice. And it's then the you, best. Can, you throw the gore in that way. You don't just have they're going to be very killed, and it's going to be a very gory. You know, that's great. I love it. But yeah. at the same time, you got to throw in the uh, the cheese ball stuff. That's probably absolutely that's what makes it. You know, glues it together. I agree. Do you have a? Um, is there one maybe? doesn't have to be one shirt but maybe one license or one thing where you were just like holy shit when we got it yeah oh man um because as a John Carpenter fan you've really made me happy (laughs) and taken a lot of my money and I'm just happy to give it to you because I mean I'm trying to think I'm just I'm just thinking off the top of my head but uh I mean there's definitely been a few where we it's taken a while to get I mean I I know this is a, probably a softball answer, but it is really the truth. We got Halloween. I mean, I, the thing is, like, it wasn't just because it's my favorite movie. Obviously, it has a lot to do with it. But right. it, I tried to get that from 2005 on. And that was before we were even licensing most stuff. I right. I wrote Malik a Cat. I wrote... I, I was in contact with them for years, and we didn't even break through until 2013. Wow. And uh, with that license and, and to get it finally. And, and to be fair, it was probably good that it waited that long because we weren't ready for it before that. I, I could, I mean, A, I didn't have the money, but B, right. uh, there's just no way I could, could have done what we even did back in 2013, let alone now. But um, it makes me incredibly humble and proud to look at a movie that I revere so much and know that we've provided something in the the scope of you know merchandise that is considered official it's considered part of the whatever catalog of, of all the things michael myers have ever come out or halloween like that's it's pretty cool like it's just like neat it's a great feeling and it's very personal to me i mean there's been definitely other licenses where like this is awesome and we got i mean we got Garfield's Halloween Adventure a few years ago. That's yeah. it was amazing. I mean, it didn't really do that good for us, but like, I was a personal, very personal thing for me, and I was like, "Wow, this is the coolest." Yeah. Um, and you know, even ET, I was like, "That was great," because that's one of that's probably my second favorite movie of all time. Right. So, uh, things like that really make me happy when we get because it's it, it's just 
again, another way to be able to express our fandom and passion for these things and hope that other people dig it. Definitely. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other ones. I mean, honestly, like, it's just anything we can get that, that really is, you know, I don't know. There's definitely been others. I'm just, uh, but Halloween probably is just really just the best. Yeah, I really like the, not just the line that you just put out, but the one before it with, uh, he had some new Halloween two and three shirts, which I love. The, uh, you know, the the Doctor Chalice where he's on the phone. You know, oh yeah, that that was really cool. It's like a comic book style. Well, I'll tell you real quick about that one. Um, the thing is with with Universal because the Halloween two and Halloween three are, are owned by Universal right. Studios, so um, Universal does not. They just don't allow likenesses, like I said before, with Jaws. There's just no... You don't get likeness rights with anything. And it right. really sucks. But if you're able to get permission from those actors and have that in writing, well, that's then you can. So, sure. um, with Halloween 3, I'm friends with Tom, so I wrote him, and I was like, hey, would you mind us using you on a shirt? So we worked out a deal. He's like, yeah, that's cool. And uh, I wrote Universal with that letter, and I'm like, go for it. So, awesome. really, those... Those two shirts that we did, the comic book one, and there was the other one with him holding the mask that and one the mask behind him. Absolutely beautiful. Love Thank you. Shirt. Those are the only official Halloween 3 shirts with Tom Atkins on it. Any other official Halloween shirt always uses the same imagery, and it's all the same basic stuff. Right. And uh, that was just, that was, for us, that was, and to me specifically, that was just very cool to know that, you know, this wouldn't have been otherwise possible had he not right. been okay with it. You know, it's not a fantastic cool. shirt, and he's really the best part of the film for me. You know, I just, I like, when I first saw it, I liked the masks themselves. I always liked mm-hmm. something about them. I just really loved all three of the masks in the film. And then, you know, Dr. Chouse was just, I just <coughs> love Tom Atkins. I love him in the fog, and, and that is just oh, great. perfect, you know. So that's really cool to have him, especially on that shirt, the, not just the comic one, but the other one where it's like, you know, got the green hue in there, and it's, it's, mm-hmm. him. it's just a really nice uh, print, definitely. I'll tell you a wave if you... I don't know. Maybe you have done it, and I don't know, because I was kind of late in the game, but now I buy everything. So, <laughs> literally, that's not even a joke, but <clears throat> a maniac wave. Ah, uh, maniac. You know, that's one I'd like to do. Um, we've never done it, and part of the reason why we've never done it is... I don't know if this is still true. I'd have to reach out to Sean, but um, Rotten Cotton had the... Uh, exclusive license on that for a long time so we weren't able to even do it even if we wanted to and that was true for a couple movies like um well for a while it was pieces although we were were able to work out a deal with with sean and do a piece of shirt shirt um, and then we uh of suspiria is one of them but he has the exclusive so we can't do suspiria which it would be a lot of fun to do um yeah but yeah yeah, i think i I could be wrong now i don't know i'd have to reach out to him that would be a fun one to do because maniac is a great film oh yeah um, there's a lot of stuff we can pull from that movie. Oh yeah, we get some shirts, enamel so. pins going, and you know. Yeah, that would be pretty. Which cool. I want to say that it's it's crazy now because the enamel pins just kind of exploded, <laughs> and now everybody's buying enamel pins, which I like to yeah. do when I go to conventions. Now that's like kind of like my new badge for going. I'll get like a couple of pins and stuff. Nice. My favorite, I think, you guys did besides the uh, the Jason's victim run, which is really mm. really nice. Um, was the the one you did? It sold out in like minutes. Like it was just gone. It was uh, from Halloween two, and it was uh, Michael Myers holding up the nurse with the knife, <laughs> yeah. and it actually could pull her up and down. Yeah, which is insane. 
the, we actually we're repressing that one, so that'll be out oh, again. Perfect. Um, cool. But yeah, that was uh, Tansky in our office, our, our product manager. He came out with that. He goes, dude, wouldn't it be cool to have him pull, uh, pull uh, go up and down? I'm like, oh my god, that's brilliant. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> I'm like, that's the coolest, coolest idea because <laughs> that is such a great part in the movie, and it, it you know, yeah, he, he is lifting her up, so it makes sense to move up and down. You know, it's hands down the coolest pin I've ever seen. That and oh, there thanks. was one. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with London. 1888. Oh yeah, Chris. Yeah, I know Chris. Yeah, Chris Christopher's really cool. Uh, they have one where it's Leatherface, and it's a it's a pin, and it's him shutting the the door. I think that's really cool. Oh, <laughs> oh I've cool. seen that. Yeah, that's it's pretty, crazy. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, we actually have one uh, coming out in December. It's um, it's a Necronomicon pin that opens up like a book. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's great. Like, pretty cool. So there's been a lot of Necronomicon ones, but we did. We still have the license from Tom Sullivan, so we decided to do one uh, that looked like a book opening up, and it's actually got uh, pages, and not actual pages, but like something on right. the inside of it. So. Awesome. We'll be on the lookout for that in December, guys, for sure. Cool. Well, dude, I, this has been an absolute honor thank to, to have you Thank you very much. On. Oh, thank you. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you having me on here. Yeah, yeah, this is great. We, you know, we're huge fans of it, and we know you're a huge horror fan yourself, so it's it's uh, very cool for you to be a part of this whole thing. It's really, really awesome, and we'll um, definitely be in touch. We'll keep looking at your stuff and uh, hopefully keeping our uh, wallets safe so we can we can get more stuff. Because you never know. It's just like this Thursday. Get your yeah. stuff. <laughs> I think the, the last one I got was the uh, the Hellraiser shirt, which is really nice. Though. Oh, awesome. Thanks. It was Midnight Madness. You know. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was yeah, a few months ago. Beautiful cool, shirt. Hey, this is Ben Scribbins from Fright Rags, and you are listening to the Phantasm Podcast. Awesome, man. Well, this has been really cool, and we'll, I'll uh, shoot you the episode whenever we get it up. It shouldn't be long, but we'll hopefully share it yeah. around and everything. And yeah, this, is, this has been great. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, guys. And yeah, send it to me, and I'll, I'll make sure to share it out everywhere. Awesome, man. We'll be in touch, and uh, if I don't hear from you, then uh, happy Halloween, and hope everything goes well for you. Thanks, guys. You too. Hey, Thanks, man. Have a good one. Okay, take care. You too. Thanks for listening, and remember, stay gory.